Hi everyone, welcome to Rob Evans 365 and it's day number 82. It's Saturday, Saturday night here and it's cold and that nice weather that we've been having, that early taste of spring has disappeared with a vengeance and it's been like eight degrees here today and freezing cold. And yeah, take me back to Bali or Queensland bring on that nice spring weather again. I thought I would give you an update. It's 48 hours later after my uh, pin pricking and needle sticking from Jen. And the shoulder does feel better. Uh, the pain that was there has now disappeared. Now, is it a two-pronged attack? One rested it, one she's released it, and uh, the third one would be that I haven't put it under any resistance, uh, like whether it be shoulder work or arm work, chest work, uh, since uh, the, she told me to, to, to rest it. Uh, so right now, if I press into that, that spot where it was sore, it's still quite tender. Uh, my feeling is that uh, obviously it's helped uh, reduce the pain, but the reality is I think I've still got the same same issue that I did have with my, my right shoulder. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to put it under some, some duress. I'm gonna do some arm work, and I'm just gonna do a little bit of shoulder work just to test it and see. And if I start to feel that pain, then I am going to be sending an email to uh, the surgeon uh, to get his perspective. So yeah, so that's where the shoulder is at. Uh, today, I wanted to talk to, to you about some things that I've been seeing through clients late, lately. And this is why you have a coach. This is why you have somebody that's going to keep you accountable. Um, the most frequent way that I keep people accountable in the studio is when we weigh. And uh, for those clients that I weigh, which is 99% of people, uh, we weigh them, and then if they're sticking to their meal plan, doing their training, then they should be getting the outcome uh, that we aim for, which is gain muscle, lose weight, uh, lose fat. And the numbers on the scales, generally speaking, will come down every, every week. And I've had a few clients lately that are becoming a little bit stagnant. And that's a time when, you know, if we get that a couple of weeks in a row, Sometimes for, you know, for the ladies, it might be during their cycle uh, and you know, you're retaining about a kilo there. So we wait till the next week and see. But if we have a few weeks in a row where it's just slowly, slowly creeping up, then it's really time for me to check in. And I have to say, I think my approach to how I coach people in this area has changed over the years. I think I probably coach a little bit more directly now than I used to uh, because, look, basically I, I've got to get people to change and that doesn't happen when you're, uh, you know, mollycoddling somebody and say, oh, it's going to be okay and just do this and, you know, then you, you'll get the result that you're after. 
uh, you know, you, you need to, people need to have a, a reality check as to, you know, what's going on. So what I normally do is if I'm in the studio, uh, the whiteboard is very powerful and I get people to self-assess. So you can do this your, yourself as your own piece of homework to see, uh, you know, where you're at at the moment. And the first thing I say is, okay, so tell me what you're doing through exercise. Let's break it down in terms of resistance. Now, if people are coming to see me three days a week, then generally speaking, we're taking care of their resistance. So uh, if they're not doing that, then I'll say, okay, so what else are you doing outside? Now, if this is a client, the couple that I'm talking about here, one has you know, maybe dropped a little bit uh, one week to the next, but goes up by a couple of hundred grams. Um, the other one, uh, you know, has gone up by, you know, one and a half kilos. There's cycles in there as well, um, but has had a consistent pattern of going up. I've got some other clients in the same sort of boat, uh, but these are the ones that I've spoken to uh, most recently, one today, in fact. And I say, okay, so this particular one that I'm referring to, uh, she doesn't come to see me three days a week. Uh, at the moment, it is one because she's changed work and, uh, you know, she should be doing two sessions at home. I say, so what else are you doing? Nothing. Okay, so there's that one. We know that the resistance training is not where it should be. As you know, if you've been following me for a while, generally speaking, those people that are on a weight loss journey, I say three times a week for resistance training, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, something like that. Uh, next is cardio. So what are you doing with your cardio? Now, most people, if they've been fairly sedentary, then I say, okay, get out and walk for 20 minutes at least, three to four times a week. And this particular lady's doing a lot of uh, walking with her dog and so forth. And I say, okay, so maybe we need to increase the intensity of that. Uh, shorten the walk, but increase the intensity of the walk because the body adapts. And I was explaining that, how the body adapts and therefore you, you know, you're not really shocking the body as much as uh, you used to, even though it's good to get out and do those things. Maybe we need to just give your body a bit of a shock by ramping up the intensity. Um, so you know, it might be walking faster uh, or even a light jog if you're into that uh, for 30 seconds and then walking fast for a minute. Um, so that was that one. So there was a gap there. In terms of water, um, water was okay for this particular person. But, you know, what's yours like? One and a half to two litres plus is what I recommend in warmer months. And if you're uh, doing a fair bit of exercise, then, uh, you know, it's probably closer to three litres or more. Uh, so generally speaking, one and a half litres plus is what I, I suggest. Next one, your food. How are you going with your food? Uh, actually, normally before we get to that, I, I talk ask about sleep. So that's a, how, what's your sleep like? If some of these other things aren't right, you normally find that your sleep isn't quite right either. Then I say food. So I said, if you had to rate yourself out of 10 in terms of 100%, well, uh, 10 being 100%, compliance with your uh, meal plan that as prescribed by me, sticking to it, measuring, etc., how would you rate yourself? Uh, and then this particular person rated herself as a 50% for the last week, 80% for this week. And I said, okay, so, every single element that we went through, there was an opportunity for improvement. So that's the good news. Um, then uh, I broke it down into a little bit more detail to say, okay, water, your water's actually okay. 
uh, but you could probably increase it a little bit. You can increase the intensity, uh, increase the intensity of your cardio workouts. Doing two more resistance sessions at the moment at home uh, is important on alternate days uh, because basically she's uh, stimulating muscle growth on one day and then she's leaving for seven days. So uh, there's no good in doing good just on one day and then expecting that that's going to change things. Uh, you've got to keep, keep on stimulating the muscle growth. Uh, in terms of the uh, cardio training, did I cover that? That was about increasing the intensity uh, for, for a period of time, as I said before. And the food, I said, look, we are aiming for 95% compliance. So if you think about 42 meals in a week, seven days a week, six meals a day, six times seven is 42, 95%, if you work out that percentage, that means three meals a week, you can have often, generally speaking, eat whatever it is that you like, and get back on the next meal, okay? So that's what I recommend. So she's, there's a gap there. That's a like 50% to 95% is a big gap. 80 to, uh, sorry, 80 to 95% is a 15% gap. If I put my accounting hat back on uh, for a while, there's an accounting standard that um, I assume it still exists. It's been many years since I've looked at accounting standards, thank goodness. Uh, there was an accounting standard that, about materiality that used to say anything that was 10% or more was considered material or uh, significant in accounting terms. So 15%, that's material. It's, um, it's a significant difference. So if you're consistently at 80, even though 80 might sound good, it's not good enough to get you the result that you want. So I just talked about uh, those things and saying this is why you're getting the result that you're getting. So now let's talk about what we're gonna to do to change that. So obviously we know what's, what she has been doing. She's had this feeling that, well, yeah, look, I'm trying to get through, but uh, you, know, you can't trick your body with this stuff. You either do it or you don't. So then I said, look, there, there's something that's missing here. And this is very common for a lot of people. They'll, they'll plateau or they're achieving a little bit each week and they're happy that you know, they've got more energy and all that kind of stuff and there's no criticism of that whatsoever because increasing your strength, how you feel about yourself, your energy levels, the ability to sleep more, being more productive as she was talking about at work and around the home and stuff. I mean, that's all, that's all priceless stuff. Uh, but in terms of getting that icing on the cake, which is giving you the body that you actually want and crave, then that's what I want to get people to, their dream. So uh, I was talking about um, the reason that she falls down. I said, so what happens with your food? What, what are the things that you're eating? And uh, for her, it was to do with snacks and particular types of snacks like your, your chips and cheese and, you know, that kind of, like packet type chips and that kind of stuff. And, you know, we talked about some strategies, how to, you know, not get that food in the house and uh, part of the culture uh, that she's, she's Indian and a part of their culture is that they're, uh, you know, various family members come out and stay with them, live in their house and expect them to prepare all the food and all that kind of stuff for weeks and months at a time. One goes back and another one comes. And I said, you've got to, uh, you know, tackle this differently. So I said, if they're the foods, that's fine. So let's, oh, it's not fine, but, you know, I understand what's going on. I said, let's take a step back and say, what is, just remind me of what it is that your ultimate goal is. And she said, it's 15 kilos. So I said, okay. So she's traveled some way to achieving that, but not significantly. And I said, so tell me why 
that's important. And he said, oh, well, I just want to, you know, be healthy and, you know, look good. Now, if you've gone through that detail process uh, in the first week of uh, 365 to define exactly what your why is, and when I read out the 32 different statements that I came up with before coming up with what my ultimate why is, you know that that doesn't sound deep enough. That is not going to inspire someone to get out of bed early and exercise and consistently prepare their meals and keep driving even when it's cold and wet and dark to keep doing what it is that they need to do to get the body that they want. So I said to her, we're not going to come up with this answer right now. But I said, you need to think in terms that your why makes you cry. And until you get to that place, you haven't really worked out the true reason as to why it is that you want to get to the body that you want. Because when you get there, it will become so crystal clear to you that you will never stop, ever. And if you're listening to this and you think, well, um, you know, I cried at my why, but I'm, I'm still you know, stumbling every now and then. Well, what I would say is you haven't got to the why. Maybe you're close, but you haven't got to the reason. Because when you do, you'll never stop. Because I can tell you what it looks like. I can tell you what it feels like. And it's this energy and hunger, this burning desire. And it's like you have hot coals under your feet and just make you want to get moving every single day to get closer and closer to where it is that you want to get to. So that's what's important. So, um, you know, she, she doesn't have a very clear why yet. So I said, you need to go away and find that so that you can do all the things that I'm saying are needed uh, to succeed and you'll find a way to make these things happen. So, you know, if you're not, not preparing the meals and, you know, you're finding excuses for, you know, this, if I call it junk food in the house because you've got guests, then that's just being weak and not to, you know, be mean or anything like that. But you either, you know, have the people that are staying with you come around to your way of eating and say, well, you know, this is the way that we eat or this is the way that I eat and don't worry about the fact that it may be a social stigma or something like that because you're not eating exactly the food that they eat. I mean, that's just tough luck. If you, if you want to get a different outcome, you've got to do things differently. And I drew up a little, a little table. Well, actually, it was just a line down the whiteboard. And I said, look, you're over here. And there was, I drew her. And I said, look, there's a couple of other people over here. But here's all these other people over here. And I said, the people on this side is 99% of the population. And you don't want to be, want to be like 99% of the population, which is being overweight, um, obese, lazy, whatever, not achieving what it is that you want to achieve. You want to be different to that. That's why there's so few of you on this side. Most are on the other side. Now, all those people on the other side there that are closer to you, they don't actually really want you to change at all. Because if you change, then that's going to make them feel bad in their mind. So they figure, well, I don't want to work harder to come with you. I'll just drag you down back into here so I can make you feel all crappy 
and that will make me feel better because I don't want you to be better than me. And that sounds really, really cruel, but um, this is the reality of life. life. Most people do not want you to do to succeed, which is really sad, isn't it? Um, it's, yeah, it's sad. But that's the reality for a lot of people. So I said, you've got to make a decision. I said, from the day one, when I started training in 1988, I used to carry a bag of food around with me. And it had, I used to make up a smoothie at the start of the day, I wouldn't do this now. I make up a smoothie at the start of the day and I would um, put it in a thermos and I'd be drinking it at three different intervals through the day. I'd make enough for the, the day. I'd have a morning tea, I'd have it at afternoon tea, and sometimes I might have some at lunch too. Um, so I'd make, made enough then. Now, back in the day when I first started, I wasn't using protein powders. I was using eggs, uh, raw eggs. I was using, um, you know, yogurt, banana, milk, that kind of stuff. And trust me, it tasted a bit ordinary by the time you got to the afternoon. It was all brown and gunky and, um, you know, a Nutribullet didn't exist back then. It was a, like a, a blender, which kind of blended all the banana up. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. And I'd carry around, you know, I'd eat, uh, you know, like sandwiches, chicken and salad sandwiches for morning tea. I'd eat them for lunch, you know, a big salad or something. I'd be eating fruit. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of food and people made fun of me. And I didn't care because I knew what it was that I wanted. And I loved the changes that I was achieving. Even when I worked in uh, corporations, so when I worked at RACV, I remember being on this project and the executive general manager, he always used to have a go at me because wherever we had a meeting or whatever, I always had food with me. And I wouldn't do that if we had external facing meetings, but if they were internal ones, he'd say, I don't know where you put it. I'd say, I'm just hungry. I'm feeding myself. Uh, so yeah, most people don't get it. Um, when I was married, uh, Angela, her family is Italian. So if uh, there's any Italian people listening to this, uh, or you, you know, you've got um, Italian relatives or uh, you've been to Italian dinners and stuff, you know that what they do is they, they pile this enormous amount of food uh, up the centre of the table and there's normally a pasta dish to start with and you know, then there's salad and stuff that's covered in salt and oil and you know, there's, there's fried everything, you know, whether it's cutlets or uh, you know, fish if it's a special occasion and things like that. Sometimes there's prawns and oysters and all that kind of stuff um, uh, with some vegetables. Now, uh, because I didn't like all the salt and oil that they used to put on their, their salad, they used to prepare a separate one for me and every single relative would have a problem with the way that I ate. We'd go to a different thing and I'd say, oh, can Rob eat this and can Rob eat that? And it's like, do you know what? I'm standing right here. You can, uh, you can just ask me. Uh, but it's like I was a leper and uh, they didn't understand it because, you know, this is the way that they eat. And, uh, you know, back in the day, if I got a cold or something like that, they'd say to me, oh, you get so many colds because you don't have oil, enough oil and salt. I'm like, I don't really get that sick, so I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, um, the, uh, this is what I said to, to this particular client. I said, look, you've got to make the, the choice. When your why is big enough, things like that won't stop you. you. You will find a way to get around it. You either eat a completely different meal or you put out options that you can pick from that you know are healthy and bring them along the way, um, yeah, the, the journey with you. 
I mean, there's guests in your house and, you know, why shouldn't they be eating the food that you, you like? And I understand that there's some, you know, difficulties in doing all of that, but at the end of the day, it's your life. And just because you've got people visiting or uh, that kind of thing, if it's, going, if it's going to be for an extended period of time, then that's not going to be healthy for you. And the Indian diet is not particularly healthy. They have a lot of heart disease and um, cancer and that kind of stuff with their diet because it's so high in calories with the curries and, and all that kind of stuff and can be a little bit low in um, vegetables. So anyway, so they, they were the things that I was talking to her about and they're the things that you need to think about as well if you are getting to that point where you've plateaued or you're not sure what's, you know, why you're not getting the results that you're getting, you need to go back and just assess all those things that I just mentioned. And that is what um, you know, will give you a different outcome. So tracking, checking in, accountability, coaching, essential to get to that next level. So then, then what do you do? Well, you've got all that in place. What do you do? You've got to keep pushing forward. You must keep moving forward. Otherwise, we're not progressing. So you're going to go backwards. So these things, these are, you know, whether they're setbacks, I wouldn't call them setbacks. It's like, it's, you're checking in to see where am I at right now? What am I doing that's working? Where are my challenges? And what are the successes? And how do we keep moving forward? Uh, but it's with everything in life. You know, things come up. There are interruptions. There are, uh, you know, difficult projects at work. There are problems in your relationship. There's problems at home with the kids. These aren't like, oh, well, that's it. We're giving up now. We've just got just to leave it. Um, no, it's a, it's a point to say, hang on. Something's happened here. We need to stop. We need to reassess, we need to talk about this, whether it's just that conversation you have with yourself or with your coach or partner or kids or whoever it is. And then, so what do we need to tweak? What needs to change? And keep moving forward. That's what we need to do. So at the time of recording this, uh, it's now been, oh, I think, three days since I... I sent my proposal to Leela Brada and I don't think I can make the sound of, oh, actually, I'll tell you the response I've had. Yeah, that's right, nothing. So um, what does that mean for me? Do I give up? No. So what I'm gonna do tomorrow is, even though it's Sunday, I'm going to uh, send the same proposal to the other uh, Facebook uh, accounts that he has, um, just to see which one does he actually look at. I think there were three or four different ones. I figured, okay, I, I tried to pick the one that was most used. Um, I haven't logged in again to see whether he has actually seen it yet. My perspective was that he hadn't actually um, uh, sorry, he wasn't actually a big user of Facebook based on the, the kind of posts and the frequency and so forth. So um, I thought that would be the most direct way. I couldn't find online a, uh, an address to send anything to him directly. 
so I've just got to keep pushing and keep trying that and then um, you know, try some other ways to reach out of it, whether it's on uh, things like LinkedIn or Instagram or um, you know, seeing if he has a manager or something like that where I can reach out to them. Or uh, I will send uh, an email to um, just their, their main company, their contact us form on their website and ask them to pass it on to him. I mean, I, I have no idea how busy he is. Um, I assume he's a busy man. He runs a multi-million dollar nutrition company. Uh, but you just never know. You just never know. So what do I do? Keep pushing. Got to keep pushing through. All right, so that's the 365 to, for tonight. It's Saturday night here. Going to go spend some time with the kitties now. And uh, you enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. And I will catch you tomorrow. Bye for now.